0: Over 30 years ago, seven people died from being poisoned by Tylenol tablets that someone had laced with potassium cyanide. There were several more deaths in copycat cases. The incidents led to the reforms in packaging, which led to uh, all of us adults not being able to open over-the-counter drugs every day of our lives. Uh, The crime, is one of Chicago's most horrific uh, set of murders, remains unsolved to this day. Nobody has ever been accused of or convicted of these crimes. The man, though, who many suspected was the perpetrator, died this past week, James Lewis. He's a New York City resident, was convicted of extortion relating to the Tylenol's manufacturer, John Johnson and Johnson, and with us to talk about this case is the attorney who represented Lewis in this extortion prosecution, criminal defense lawyer Mike Monaco. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the show. How are you? So great to see you. Nice to see you. Uh, Mike is one of the is one of the most sought-after criminal defense attorneys in the country. He represents individuals and corporations in high-profile federal criminal trials. He began as a prosecutor here in Chicago. Uh, his recent clients include a former cabinet member under George W. Bush. He represented Michael Cohen. That's Do- Donald Trump's uh, personal attorney. Uh, Edward Doliak, he was the attorney representing the only one of the two lawyers who were acquitted in the operation gray prosecution that targeted corrupt judges and many and much more but let's get to the meat of this you yeah. tell us for those of of the my listeners out there who don't remember or didn't live through it tell us about the tylenol murders
1: it was a very very uh, disturbing um uh, case uh, because these people were dying and nobody knew why or how and uh um, my friend Ty Fainer was running for attorney general at the time, and so he he grabbed it and ran with that. And uh, they found Mr. Lewis in a library in New York, and uh, his, uh, his wife was still there. I sent Barry Spivak, my partner, to New York to come back with her, and uh, I called a friend of mine in Philadelphia, who was an assistant U.S. attorney. I said, make sure you don't arrest her. Cause she was going to come into Philadelphia and take a a flight from Philadelphia to Chicago. And so she came to Chicago and she was all, we got her acquitted of of no, 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 no prosecution whatsoever. But Mr. Lewis got, got convicted in Chicago of uh, extortion.
0: Tell us about the extortion. So, so he always claimed that, that he, that he had nothing to do with the, the, the actual tampering with the Tylenol tablets.
1: That's exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so I'll tell you a story. Uh, prior to the trial, I s- went over with a, f- a fellow who was an elderly guy and we, I pres- presented him as a handwriting expert, which he wasn't. I just said he was so that we could look at the handwriting and, and pretend that we were going to object to it, that we were going to contest it but we weren't because we we couldn't so the 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 government the government in their present in their opening statement they thought we were going to contest that there was a, 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 a that he actually did the handwriting which of course he did the handwriting it was, it was it was nothing to be contested because and the substance of it was absolutely linked to his wife and uh it was a crazy case. The, the cra- craziness, in the sense that he he did this in order to, he said, help his wife.
0: So he wrote a letter to Johnson and Johnson, asking, t- t- telling them he, that Johnson and Johnson had to pay what, like a million dollars? Yes, million dollars. In in exchange for what?
1: Uh, it's the the issue had nothing to do with Johnson and Johnson. Okay. It had to do with the fact that my client's wife had a job that he wanted to help her with. And so he did. It was terrible. The whole thing is terrible.
0: So he gets convicted and he got a long sentence for that.
1: He got the highest. I mean, he got, I think it was a sentence of 10 years, which I think was the most he could have gotten at the time.
0: Okay. What are... Why did people, I mean, obviously he he inserts himself into this horrific thing going on and people are panicking and there's all these investigations. And I, I read about how all the state police, the Chicago police, the FBI, the IRS, the DEA, local police from all the suburbs where these tablets were, the sheriffs, the coroner, everyone was involved in this investigation. It was massive and it was pervasive. And so he inserts himself in this by doing something stupid. But There are some facts that I think – I spoke with Ty Fainer, the former attorney general, about this, and he suspects – he still to this day suspects that James Lewis was involved. And he says that just the way he acted, the way he thought that he kind of was a put-upon guy, he was always the victim of everything, and at some point he gave some sort of demonstration about how the tampering could have been done.
1: that's true. Do you
0: you remember? Yeah, I know exactly what that is. Okay, so what what was the thing that he he, did? He
1: he drew a – Package of Tylenol uh, showed how you could take the tops off, and you could put cyanide in them. Uh, he he did a presentation of this, and he gave it to the government. Now, when he gave it to the government, he said, "I'm giving this to you to show you that anybody could have done
0: this." That wasn't a good way to do it. That wasn't a good way to approach it. No, I no, know, I no. know. But he didn't consult with Mike Madigan. No, before I did he, not did,
1: that. he that did not consult with anybody. But about that at all. so
0: he serves his time and you know my understanding is at some point i don't know how long ago it was maybe um i don't know it was in the 90s uh they they actually the government came in and 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 kind of raided his house just to that's true to see if there was anything else that they could could get from his right, house but they got nothing they got nothing and no. they never charged him
1: never charged you him. know
0: i i guess i wonder and, you know you weren't involved in the investigation i understand uh into the the perpetrator of these crimes but don't you think that there should be some DNA somewhere that is going to lead? I mean we just had the case I don't know if anyone has been following it but the Long Island murders yes, there was just exactly this, this they just guy. they just found that guy they just found the guy I mean they we hope that that's the guy uh, but they they were doing some DNA testing and and he just his you know they saw a car and then they got his DNA from some pizza that he ate and they cooked him up and and their fibers and hairs and so do you think that there is enough dna somewhere that is going to eventually lead to the killer
1: you would think so now D- james and his wife both gave their dna and there was nothing to be found from their dna but apparently they have, if they had enough dna to test somebody they should be able to find somebody out
0: there. You would think. I have read that cyanide does something to DNA. It kind of deteriorates, probably, you know, destroys everything in its path. But that, that cyanide and even the presence of the cyanide could have impacted the DNA on the tablets, you know, the, the uh, bottles themselves. Um, it's an interesting case. It just seems like... And then we saw a video. Wasn't this just recently there was a video that was taken at the Walgreens at North Avenue Oh, in Wells. yes, of
1: that fellow with the beard.
0: And the fellow with the beard. And I think he had some sunglasses on or glasses yes. on. And did he... To, to your knowledge, did he look like James Lewis? I
1: don't think so, but, no. you know... Yeah. They they have that evidence for sure.
0: Yeah. And, and we don't know if that was actually the guy, but he was there at the time that the tampering could have transpired
1: right right yeah
0: very interesting i i predict on this one that they're going to find oh good thank you very much yeah i do i look at my legal crystal ball and i think it's going to happen we come back i want to talk a little bit about some of your other high profile cases i want to talk about michael cohen you accompanied him to washington while he testified and i want to get your read on that and also about edward doliak and how he's doing these days you're listening to the karen conti show on wgn so mike is it true mike monaco is here with us he represented that gentleman james lewis um is it true that the fbi released the the, the letter
1: yes when they indicted when they indicted him
0: okay all right yes they did and did you believe him that he didn't he wasn't involved
1: i believe i do believe him but a lot of people don't.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. And a listener corrected me. It was over 41 years ago, not 30. I did my math wrong. Thank you, Ms. Two Two Four. You know, you've had a lot of interesting clients over your four decades of practicing law.
1: That's true. You,
0: you really have. So let's, let's talk a little bit about Do- President Donald Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen. Yes,
1: Michael, he, Michael. And I went with Michael to Washington when he testified in front of the congressional committee. What a... What a experience that was
0: well tell us about it. what was the purpose of of having him testify what was their the Congress's his purpose?
1: his public relations person was, was a uh, friend of mine a great lawyer and he he recommended it to make sure that michael had a place to go in other words that the public would accept him because otherwise he was not going to be accepted and uh He's gonna. He he, t- he turned it completely around. Testified in Congress. Told everything that happened in Congress uh, to the uh, to the congressional committee. And now uh, the the former president has been indicted in in New York for the same case that. Michael was indicted for in in the Southern District of New York.
0: And this has to do with the Stormy Daniels pay Exactly, exactly. And so the issue in the New York case is that, that Trump allegedly uh, falsified business records in order to write it off or write it, he wasn't writing it off his, on his campaign. Or, or, right, so, that's so, true. So do you think that Cohen is going to be a witness? Oh, a for witness. sure
1: for is sure. Is he going to be, be an important witness? Oh yeah, for sure he's going to be an important witness.
0: Is he going to be a credible witness? Because, I think so. Okay.
1: I think so. Now, I mean, he lied to help Trump. That's that's what he lied about. That's that's what he was convicted of lying about. And he lied to help Trump. And he uh, did not benefit at all him personally in this matter with, with respect to the, the money that he, he paid to Stormy Daniels or a lawyer. He didn't benefit at all.
0: He just wanted Trump's approval?
1: Trump told him to do it. When you... When you read the southern district of new york what they said at the time of of michael's conviction they said he was told to do this by by number by exhibit a you know of course that was trump right trump told him to do it and what you know they didn't think they had the 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 right to to charge a sitting president apparently but
0: so do you think you know I, i i looked at what was going on with with rudy giuliani and I was always kind of a Rudy Giuliani fan. I mean, during 9-11, he acquitted himself very well. I always thought he was very intelligent. I thought he had a lot of integrity. And then, you know, he's disbarred. He's he's, oh, yeah, he's, and been, he's on been his a, way to permanent uh, disbarment. He's been a disgrace. And and I I read the, the charges against him and the lying and going into court and and saying things that weren't true. And then when be, being confronted with the fact that there's no evidence that the election was stolen, he continued to lie about it, right. knowing that exactly. as lawyers, we do have have rules about lying to a tribunal
1: he's it's been a disgrace and and i
0: just wonder i just i i want to i I feel sort of the same way like people under trump like did what he wanted them to do and they felt a lot of pressure and he was charismatic and he was demanding and i think for some reason I, i feel that about cohen that he got involved in in working for for trump and he put trump on such a pedestal that he was willing to give up his own integrity that's true you know, that's, that's true. To, to please his boss.
1: That's very true. You know? And it's a shame. And uh, uh, he is paid for it. He's paid yes. for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What kind of guy is he actually?
1: He's not a bad guy. Very, I tell you what, we, we walk down the streets of New York, everybody says hello to him. He knows everybody. Huh. And uh, and he likes everybody and everybody likes him.
0: And he was a successful businessman.
1: That's true. He was. He was, You know. You know what he was doing? A lot of it was Cash. Yeah,
0: right. He made in, in New York and Chicago. Yeah, he made millions on yeah. that.
1: Luckily, he got out before Uber.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, during the trial, when Cohen is going to testify, do you think that he will need you to No, he's got, he's got he's
1: got his other lawyer, the public relations person. He'll be there.
0: And you know, I talked about this on my show before the indictment uh, by the New York um, State's Attorney District Attorney there. A lot of people said, you know, falsifying business records is no big deal and people do it all the time and they never get prosecuted. What what's your read on it? I mean, you've been a you've been a federal prosecutor, you've been a criminal defense lawyer. W- tell us is this selective prosecution? Is this fair prosecution?
1: Well, I mean, they have already indicted Michael for this. Right. So why didn't the seven, why didn't the, the Southern District of New York indict the, the president? They, sh- they could have they if they thought it was Serious enough to indict Michael Cohen, they could have easily indicted Trump for it, and they didn't. I don't know.
0: What are the chances are that uh, Trump is going to to win this case? It's small. It's a document case, isn't yeah,
1: it? yeah it's all small it's all its and all di- black and white black
0: and white. So and we see these cases in federal court where you've got recordings and you've got documents and you don't even have to believe anybody, yeah, right? Exactly right. <laughs> you just the, just put it in just, front of the yeah, jury and uh, you say a good, a
1: good electrical outlet.
0: Yes right. That's exactly. all you need. Exactly. Um, you also represented Edvard uh in the tax evasion charge that had to do with the tobacco companies, and but it really had really just to do with the fact that he received a referral fee that he didn't pay taxes on. Is that a fair way to no,
1: say? It? That, that's no, that's sort of it, but not quite. But so he he
0: uh,
1: he is doing fine now. He's eighty five. He's out of jail. God bless him, and he's doing fine.
0: And his mental facilities are, are good?
1: They're great. He's as funny as ever. I, I talked to him the other day.
0: You know, I uh, I did radio with him on WJJ. Oh, he
1: was funny on radio. He had a show with him. He a, was perfect for radio because he only talks to people for 30 seconds.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. he was
1: perfect for the radio.
0: He was. He's a smart guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Very smart. Yeah.
0: I, you know, he is uh, definitely a smart guy and he's had some scrapes with the law and he kind of has come out on top, I yes, think. Yes, he has. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Um, so. You let's talk just briefly about Greylord. Can you tell remind our listeners what G- Greylord was? and uh,
1: Greylord was an investigation of the Cook County judges. and apparently uh, there I mean, this is an amazing case. the fact that the Cook County judges had their chambers bugged in in order to win in order for these this investigation to go on. and their chambers were bugged. And uh, uh, they found out that judges were accepting money, and a lot of them went to jail.
0: It's amazing because it, it just—I I don't think it happens anymore. But it used—I I hope it doesn't no. happen anymore.
1: I, it, you know, certainly. They, they certainly change the way, the way think, practice The culture. Works. I, exactly. Because I, uh, yeah. exactly. I get
0: clients all the time. You probably do too. You know, like, judges get paid off. I know how that works. It just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't know, happen. I, I, I don't think don't. it happens. No, I don't think so. Mike Monaco, thank you so much for My
1: pleasure. Us. Very nice to see and you.
0: thank you for coming in. And your lovely law clerk, height is here. And I, I wish you the best uh, in your law career. And you've got a very good mentor here with Mike Monaco.
1: I wouldn't go that far.
0: <laughs> I would. We'll be back in a minute on WGN.